Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create and grow income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Are you tired of trading your time for money? Do you desire freedom today instead of retirement in 10, 20, or 30 years? I'm MC Lobsher, and this is the Cashflow Ninja. This is the Cashflow Ninja. I'm MC Lobsher, your host, and thank you so much for joining me in another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a very, very important episode for you today, um, and I'm joined by Tim Francis, which is a returning guest on the show. Uh, if you want to go to CashflowNinja.com and just search Tim Francis, you will find a previous episode I did with him. The reason why I want to plug the previous episode is one of our most precious and most important resources that we have is time, and Tim has helped me multiply my time through getting and building a team and actually bringing in someone very close to me, an executive assistant that actually helps me multiply my time to increase my productivity. So I just wanted to share that episode again. Besides that company of Tim, um, he has got several other things. He is an Uber entrepreneur. He's originally from Canada. He lives in Austin, Texas right now. Um, He has been a guest lecturer at NYU in New York City. He's been uh, featured and has appeared on Forbes magazine and for Forbes's platforms and the uh, the Inc magazine. Um, he's got a company called Profit Factory that helps entrepreneurs become more profitable, um, and he does this through private consulting and teaching workshops. Which some of the content that we are going to talk about and what Tim's going to share on today's show, he teaches at one of his. Uh, workshop. So he has been on many, many different boards and currently sits on a lot of different boards of many companies. And I I couldn't think of a greater guest to be on our show right now to talk about us, what's going on, what's he seeing in different businesses and different industries that he's involved in. And one huge pain point that a lot of business owners are experiencing, will be experiencing is cash and cash flow. And Tim has uh, put out some great content that will help you navigate this cash crunch, which if you're not already in it, it's coming because we're quickly evolving uh, into uh, in this crisis that we're in is slowly but surely picking up steam. Tim, I know I, I, I always enjoy our conversations and always enjoy connecting. I learn a lot from you. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. Great to have you. When I saw things coming down the pipe, you're one of the first people I texted. I texted a handful of different influential people who speak to entrepreneurs, and I all I could recognize immediately what had to happen. I knew there's three steps all entrepreneurs needed to follow, and I thank you for having me here so I can share a very simple, not necessarily easy, but simple three-step process to navigate the cash crunch. Absolutely. I just want to, before we jump into that, just get your take on what you're seeing right now unfolding. And at the time of recording, things are changing so rapidly and so fast that the last recording that I did, and I did a bonus episode for our folks about the environment that we're currently in, that was even before the unemployment numbers came out. So there's obviously been over 3.2 million, I believe, around about there, the first week of people filed for unemployment. We've got another big filing coming this week. The estimates are around 3.5. So we're seeing already the effects in motion on the ground level really, really hitting business owners and and entrepreneurs and even investors out there. What are, what are you currently seeing? This is a time where we're seeing historic numbers, like never before seen numbers around unemployment. Um, and 
you know, the world being connected the way that it is, the scope of what's happening, it's like hitting the entire world all at once. This is not a pandemic happening just in Spain, or nor is this SARS happening in just an area, or a tornado or a hurricane happening in one region of the world. It really is worldwide. And I think that that really um, is very justified, uh, a very justifiable reason for us to be panicking. And yet, this is probably one of the least productive places we can be is panic. And it's actually why the first of the three steps of navigating the cash crunch is managing stress. And um, we can jump into that if you like, um, or we can talk more about the big picture. Um, there's, uh, there's just a requirement for us as best as we can be to stay productive and creative. Um, the amygdala is that little almond-sized part of our brain that's fight or flight. And, and I think we need to be urgent, not anxious right now. And, and one thing I'm seeing, and all the statistics like unemployment, whatnot, are reinforcing the need for action and for changing of directions and whatnot. There's no question about that. How do we manage ourselves? Because one of the biggest challenges is actually just the stress that, that is here and is surely going to be very tempting to get deeper and deeper into as, as we move forward. The 1% grow their business and investments every year, regardless of the economy and marketplace, and pay very little or no taxes legally. Besides having the right mindset, elite strategies and tactics, and the council of elite wealth advisors, coaches, and mentors, they have access to opportunities that the rest of the population do not. If you're an accredited investor, we have a network that provides Cashflow Ninja listeners access to exclusive business and investment opportunities. To join our investors network, please apply at CashflowNinjaInvestorsNetwork.com. That's CashflowNinjaInvestorsNetwork.com. Absolutely. And that's that's the one thing that we have shared too, that, you know, there, there's a couple of things that you, you can you can get sucked in by this right? Or as you mentioned, you can actually control your own environment, which the first thing in your environment is your, is your, that space between your ears, right? Controlling that. Um, so we, we have talked about, you know, that it, there's going to be negativity everywhere. If you turn on the news, there's not going to be good news for a while. <laughs> and it, it might only get worse as, as this progresses. Uh, if you speak to family members, to neighbors and so forth, there's going to be a, a lot of negativity out there. But because you're ahead of this, you see what's coming because you've been following the work of Tim and myself and all of the other folks that have been talking about this. You can anticipate what's coming, position, pivot, make, make adjustments to position yourself in this environment. And it starts, as you mentioned, with the right mindset. So if you want to talk a little bit about, about that, because this is the actual, the, the, the solutions, and this is why I enjoy connecting with you is, you know, we all see this mess that, that we're in and living in right now and that's coming ahead, but what are we going to do about it? And the first thing is that little space, the, the most important the real estate that's out there, by the way, that space between your ears, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll share the three steps I see to navigate the cash crunch. Um, mm -hmm. By the end of our presentation today, our conversation today, um, you'll have a way to navigate through cash crunch, even if sales go down, which I think is an important point. A lot of business owners, especially want to solve everything with revenue, sell more, market more. And the reality is when that's not an option anymore, how can you make it through? 
and that's a big part of what we're going to talk about today. So uh, some quick preamble, I am not a lawyer or accountant, so make sure you go and get your professional guidance for making important decisions. And uh, whether you've never been through a cash crunch before, you, you've been through them before, like myself, like MC2008 comes to mind very vibrantly for me. Uh, whether you are early in your business or you're a veteran, um, I'm very certain there's something I'm going to share here today, at least one point, if not many points that will be valuable to you. So the very first of the three steps is of the first things we need to manage. So the first is we need to manage mindset. The second is manage expense. And the third is manage cash. And when it comes to mindset, uh, there's this great analogy, Roger Hamilton, I was hearing, I was listening to him speak about the, when the tsunami hit Japan. And there's security footage of people literally standing on the beach watching this wave come towards them, this surge of water. They couldn't even believe what was happening. They couldn't believe what was happening. And so they didn't act or run, right? And to freeze is not productive. Um, unfortunately, most people do freeze when they're in a new situation they've never seen before. Um, I myself, believe it or not, MC, I was actually... Uh, I survived a jewelry heist in in uh, the, at the Bellagio in Las Vegas, and I'll always remember. Thankfully, I I had done some Krav Maga training, like the Israeli hand to hand combat training, and so I learned what it was like to be in kind of crisis situations. And so I was able to take my two friends, and we actually ran through a Japanese restaurant in the Bellagio, through the kitchen, out through the back doors, and we made it out safely. So we were okay. When I look back at the situation, though. I remember of everyone in the Bellagio that day, there was maybe 10% who escaped quickly. Um, there was uh, three armed robbers that attacked the Rolex store that was right next to where we were eating. Um, the middle 80% of people just froze. Like, how could this be happening? Is this a movie? Like, what's going on? And the last 10% were so partying, drinking, gambling that they didn't even know anything was happening. So... I think that it's important, as I mentioned at the top of the show, to be urgent, not anxious. It's time to move swiftly into action, calculated, calm, and you know, not run to the exits, but walk to the exits, take the fire exit, get to the muster point across the street, and take take action. So, it, you know, if you're in a if you're at a six or seven out of ten, I don't think you're fully aware of what's happening now and what's coming down the pipe. Time to amp up a little bit. Okay, if you're a 9 or a 10, we need to rein that back. It's just not productive to be at 9 or 10 out of 10. Um, one of my mentors, Keith Cunningham, always said, emotion and intelligence work in inverse of each other. The more emotional we are, the more our intelligence goes down. And the more that we use our intelligence, the less emotion that we trigger. So I think it's important, 8 out of 10, be full attention, engaged in thinking. And panic is, isn't productive. Be urgent, not anxious. So how do we do that? Well, we need to take care of our body and our mind first. And today's presentation, I'm not going to spend all this time telling you how to do a vinyasa flow in yoga, okay? I do have to touch on this briefly, though, because you are your number one asset. Um, you are your, your absolute number one asset. So, um, you know, remember, first of all, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. September 11th came and went. The world did change, and we got back to business. The 2008 the crisis came. The world changed, and we got back to business. Um, I myself lost over $100,000 in the 2008 crisis, and I was able to make it through. And actually, part of why I have the tools to make it through 2020 here in this pandemic is because of what I went through in 2008 in the housing crisis. Um, I think something not many people are talking about that I think is crucial is protecting relationships right now. Um, you will make it to the other side of it, let's, of this situation. Let's make sure your relationships do too. 
Uh, I, I heard of an entrepreneur the other day who said, I'm just going to cancel all my credit cards and all the payments are going to fail. And then I'll slowly add back those that are essential. And it, it kind of made me a little uncomfortable because when this pandemic is over, is that, is that entrepreneur going to have a lot of very angry people because the entrepreneur didn't have a conversation with, you, with, you, with each of those vendors to manage the relationship and manage the agreement? Um, this will pass. And one of my mentors, his, uh, he sold his business for $114 million. He told me years ago, he said, Tim, anything you want in life comes through other people. Your clients are other people, your vendors are other people, your staff are other people, your investors are other people, even in your personal life, your romantic partners, uh, someone else, your family is other people. And that's one of the most important things to protect. So it doesn't mean there aren't going to be uncomfortable conversations or some disappointment. I'm telling you though, the sooner that you speak up and the sooner that you navigate those relationships and have those possibly difficult conversations, um, the more runway you give yourself and them to do something about the, the new situation. So. Um, I think uh, lastly, cash crunches can happen for a number of different reasons. For example, a company might get a really big, you know, make a big sale and not, they don't have money to buy the inventory to produce the finished good. And that would be a financing situation. I think that, you know, there can be a lot of infighting that develops in a business team and that can create a cash crunch too. And that would require like a management or operation intervention. Right now, we have an industry and economy and worldwide change of how we fundamentally do business, including pushing to online, right? Virtual work, for example. Um, uh, things needing to be more economy priced rather than luxury, right? Those kinds of things. And I think that, that this right now is a unique blend of managing a cash crunch in the short term with the strategies I'm going to share with you, and also in the medium to long term is almost a marketing conversation to say, how do we reposition our products and services so that the market to message match or the market to offering match is aligned? Because I'm telling you, MC, and I'm sure you'd agree with me, the business world that we had three weeks ago is gone. It's over. It will never, ever be that way again. And if anyone listening is sitting, waiting for things to return to how they are, you will, you will wait yourself into bankruptcy because it's just not ever going to be that way again. So I think that, you know, in the short term, we need to manage cash with the tools I'm sharing today. And what that does, MC, and I, we were talking beforehand, so I know we're already aligned on this, is what it does is it creates some space. You know, the more that you can um, hold, you know, uh, be clear on how much cash you need and, you know, manage expenses, manage cash, the more that we have runway. Instead of going, running out of cash in two weeks, maybe it's four weeks. Instead of four weeks, maybe it's eight weeks. 16 weeks, whatever it is, if we can push that six months, you know, it's just as far as we can. Now we actually have time to like conceptualize new products and services. And now we have time to build, whether it's teams or people or products to adjust to the new economy. Um, you know, a, a famous uh, kind of piece of information circulating right now is like out of the 2008 crash, that's how, that's when Uber was invented, Airbnb, Fiverr, all these industry changing technologies came out of that, that crash. Um, I think PayPal came out of like the 2000 crash, right? So, um, you know, you got to have runway though to be able to reposition yourself in the new economy, whether it's in small ways or big ways. And so what we share today in steps one, two, and three 
are specifically designed to do that, is to get a sense of how do we get, get ourselves more runway so that we can have the time to adapt. My friend Brian Page has created a cash flow machine generating over $100,000 in six months without owning any real estate. His system consists out of renting properties from property owners and renting them out on Airbnb. His system is so simplistic, it can be managed by virtual assistants and yet so effective and powerful that it predictably generates cash flow every month. Brian and I are hosting a webinar where he shares his system and how it generated over $100,000 in six months for him personally. You can access this life-changing webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash BNB. This is one of the greatest cash flow opportunities I've seen since I've started my podcast. Again, the URL is cashflowninja.com forward slash BNB. No, absolutely. And I just wanted to say too, one of the points that you made earlier, which is so important for business owners out there, and this this is this will force them to adapt actually to the not only in the environment but utilize these strategies that you're going to share today is because you know and you you and I we 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 are around a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners and the solution to every problem which you touched on in the beginning has always been I'll just make more money we'll just increase sales we'll just do this well now. That, that is not an option. Now you're going to have to look at other things. And, you know, some of the tactical stuff that we always shared and have been talking about on the show is how about you reduce your taxes, right? How you be more efficient with your cash flow? How do you, how do you position reserves accordingly? How do you manage cash flow cycles more importantly, which I know that you're going to get into, but it's, I just want to point that out too, because now is the time where may, you could have maybe gotten away with it. We, one of those guys that every problem is just solved with more revenue you're going to have to have to make uh, changes and implement these strategies. 100%. Yep. Yep. And it's also a time where we realize that we can negotiate not just price, but also terms. Because sometimes if we can take something that we had to pay this month, and if we can split that over a couple more months, now we get more runway. And we'll talk more about that in uh, the third part of today's conversation. So in the second part, though, let's not skip over that. Let's talk about managing expenses. Yep. So the first is managing mindset. And the second is managing expenses. I think that um, something that was really a huge aha moment for me as I was doing my accounting training. Uh, now, keep in mind, um, I was actually rejected from business school three times because I couldn't finish calculus. And yet, I then went on and learned from some of the world's best teachers around money. And, uh, and I actually did go do uh, accounting class in, in night classes at the University of Alberta as well to, to learn what is the difference between tax accounting, which is what your most people's accountants are trained in. It's kind of classical accounting training and managerial or entrepreneur accounting. And there's actually far less that we as entrepreneurs need to know. We don't need to understand the whole tax code. That's for your accountant to know. And that's why you hire a professional to do that. So make sure that you're falling within the lines of your jurisdiction, be that the United States, Canada, or another country for that matter. Um, us as leaders, though, we need to understand just a little bit of accounting so that we can now uh, make clear decisions and clearly assess the situation. And one of the biggest ahas I got through my accounting training uh, as I acquired it over the last five to six years here, has been that uh, a dollar of expenses, if you can remove that, actually becomes immediately a dollar of profit. Oftentimes, we think that we need to, that if we sell a dollar, then we can spend a dollar. 
But if you think about it, if you, if someone's, let's say, and this is probably a very few businesses would be in this position, but if I had a 50% profit margin, that means I would keep $1 out of every $2 that I sell, right? And so if I sell $2, I keep one. That means I now have $1 that I can go put towards expenses in the next week, the next month, the next year. But hold on one second. I didn't sell $1 and get to spend $1. I had to sell $2 to be able to spend $1 in that next week, month, or year, right? So likewise, if my profit margin is 10%, I would have to sell $10 to be able to spend one, right? So if we're trying to solve this with a revenue solution, well, I'm just going to sell more, I'm just going to sell more, I'm just going to sell more, and if we're running out of cash, and if your profit margin is, let's say, 10%, you have to go sell 10 times more whatever cash it is that you need, whereas, and this is the big aha, if you cut a dollar of expense, that goes straight to the bottom line to profit. So I invented a concept called bloat, the bloat factor. What is the bloat factor in your business? If you have a 50% profit margin, that means you have to sell $2 to keep a one. So that's a 2x bloat factor. If you've got 10% profit margin, that means you have to sell 10 times in revenue to be able to keep one. So your bloat factor is 10x. So when you go and you pull out your credit card statement or your bank statement, and you just look at all the things you're spending money on, if you keep your bloat factor in mind for your business, if you're at 10% profit, it's a 10x bloat factor. If you're at 25% profit margin, it's a four times bloat factor. Let's say a business is at 25%, which should actually be very high for most businesses that are not solopreneurs, right? If you got a 4X bloat factor and you're looking at a $50 expense, maybe it's a one-time thing you bought, that's, that actually required you to sell $200 because it's a 4X bloat, right? Now, in my own process, because I've been preparing for this cash crunch for a few weeks now. I went through my credit card statement and I actually found $250 a month recurring charges. So that's a big, big, big red flag is when something is a recurring charge, it sounds like, oh, it's just 19 bucks a month, right? About 20 bucks a month. No, 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 no. That's $240 a year, right? So as I went through my credit card statement, and actually I've gone through it again since, and I found even more I could cut, uh, I had hit $250 in recurring monthly charges. Um, a profit margin of 17%, my bloat factor is 5.9, I believe. And it, and it meant that I, what was it? It was 250 times, uh, times six. And so uh, times 12, right? Cause it's 12 months. I, redu I reduced my need to sell something like $6,500. It was just mind blowing. Uh, one of my clients that I, uh, offer private consulting to, I told him the same thing. As soon as I saw this happening, I said, goodness gracious, you got to jump on this. So a few weeks ago, we had this conversation. He found $9,000 of recurring monthly expenses in his business that he was able to remove. And it, it removed the need to sell $625,000 in revenue in his business. Now, how long does it take to remove charges? Maybe a day or two. Maybe sometimes you need to call someone up and renegotiate and maybe it takes a few weeks but that is guaranteed to the bottom line cash savings. And it's not a one-for-one -one exchange. It's not like, oh, now I don't have to go sell a dollar because I eliminated a dollar. It is multiplied by whatever your bloat factor is, which gets astronomically huge very, very quickly. So you talk about building a runway, eliminating expenses is even a more powerful than we ever, ever imagined. So I would say um, it's not that hard to do. All you gotta do is print your credit card statement, print your bank statement and just go through. 
And I would say a good time frame would to be would be to ask yourself, is this expense helping me to generate not just revenue, but cash coming in to my business in the next 90 days? If it's not, then I would consider pausing that expense, reducing it, or renegotiating it in some way. Um, anything more than about 90 days away right now, you can just, you know, bet your bottom dollar. And I mean, literally your bottom dollar, that, par- that profit dollar, you can bet that on things are going to be changing so much in most industries, maybe not every single industry, but most industries that you'd probably make a different decision in three months from now anyways. So that is the, the second item is managing expenses um, in our three steps to managing the, the cash crunch. MC Lobsheer, the creator of the Cashflow Ninja and Cashflow Coach at Producers Wealth, where we help our clients integrate infinite banking with their business and investments. To learn how you can create your own banking system to turbocharge your investments and business in 30 days or less, go to yourownbankingsystem.com. That's yourownbankingsystem.com. Lot to take away there. So that is, I mean, we talked about how now is the time to every penny counts basically in your business, but putting it into this framework and seeing how this impacts basically and tying it to the revenue that you have to produce just to be able to to pay for that in the big picture. I mean, this is a aha moment for me right here because yes, I understand that, you know, every penny counts, but seeing it like for in this way, uh, it's just it's just quite incredible, and you know this is something that I personally did last year too. At the end of last year, I did like an inventory. It's it's interesting that you bring up the recurring charges because I looked at every single membership because there's so many. I mean, software you know you know it yeah. changes all the time. Oh, the yeah. Different live streaming and this and repos like all the different software that we have to run an online business. It changes every six months basically. So uh, there were there were a number there were. Th- a, over, you know, like a couple of thousands of dollars just in recurring revenues on all of these memberships and softwares and this, that now one piece of software solves where in the past I needed like five or six pieces, right? Right. So it's quite incredible to just to go through that exercise. And if revenues are going down in your business, wouldn't it be great if you didn't have to sell as much next year or next month even or next quarter because you've cut expenses? Like how powerful is that? That's fantastic. So the, the third step in in navigating the cash crunch, we talked first of all about managing uh, mindset, which was step one. We talked about managing expenses, which is step two. Managing the third part, which is cash, is probably like I would say after making sure that you don't have a physical collapse in your own body, which actually I did experience in 2008. Um, I had lost over $100,000 in the real estate market crash plus a mentor of mine had been one of the two leaders in a $12 million Ponzi scheme and his business partner was convicted 25 years, barred from holding securities and he fled the country. Like it was in the news. It was a bad, bad time. Um, so the stress and exhaustion of all of that time, I developed an illness called erythema nodosum and I actually couldn't walk for three months. So on top of an economic collapse, and losing over $100,000, I also had no ability to walk and I was bedridden. So I really had no way to pay any of it back. This can happen. I was 28 when that happened. Okay. This, it's not like I was, you know, 88 years old and my health was already declining. Like I was on the upswing in terms of physical ability and it happened to me. So I'm telling you that your health is something that needs to be at the absolute forefront of what's going on. Now, 
Now, intertwined with that is oftentimes money, right? Money creates stress. Stress affects our body. Our body is then compromised to be able to make money, which makes more money stretch and it just becomes a downward spiral. So cash is the oxygen in a business. You know, if you think of a scuba diver, you know, you can have flippers that help you to propel yourself. Maybe that's like revenue in your business. Maybe you've got a, a wetsuit to keep you warm and to, to reduce the drag. And maybe that's like managing expenses, right? So we oftentimes don't think about oxygen because it's behind us. It's on the tank behind us. We don't think about it too much. We can swim around all we want. We can see beautiful places, go on great adventures, see beautiful caverns and shipwrecks and all the rest. But the second that cash is gone, it is crisis. We have got to get back to the oxygen at the surface. Entrepreneurs oftentimes confuse revenue with cash. Revenue is not cash. You can make a sale. If you haven't been paid yet, though, you still don't have the cash. And if you have a big purchase order come in, that's great, but you still don't have the cash. So collecting the cash and holding on to cash is where we need to be really, really focused. So uh, I mentioned it a few minutes ago that there's different ways to, to manage cash, right? And, and oftentimes in a negotiation or a renegotiation, which is going to be happening more and more here, is negotiating terms, not just price. So one possibility is we can talk to people that we're paying and ask them if we can get longer terms or split it into multiple payments, right? And that would be an example of ne uh, negotiating the terms, even if we can't really get the price to move too much, right? So I think a big part of even understanding how to manage cash is to know where are we with our cash right now. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs should know the term free cash, which is actually different than cash. So cash is just when you open up your online banking, you add up the total of your checking and your savings, what do I have for cash, right? That unfortunately is not the, the amount of money that we can actually touch, right? So out of that total cash number, we need to subtract how much have we made commitments already? So it's called committed costs. So maybe I've promised to buy a website and uh, you know that website's going to be $10,000. I've signed a contract. It's legally binding now. And I'm supposed to make my first payment in two weeks from now. That is an example of a committed costs. So now you, given this cash crunch, you may want to renegotiate that or delay that project or split it into other payments or whatnot. Um, but without doing anything to change that agreement, Technically, legally, at the moment, you have a committed cost there. So you would need to reduce your cash amount by that. We also have to reduce our total cash by payables, right? So maybe you already had the website built and you've got a bill from the web developer and now you've got to pay them. So the service has already been rendered. So you've got to reduce our cash by that amount, payables. Now, one of the most unavoidable of the payables out there is income tax, right? How much income tax do we have from last year, right? April 15th, filing deadline in the United States. Thankfully, the paying of that has now been deferred a few months. Another one is deposits. If you're a real estate investor, how much cash in your bank account is a deposit from a tenant? So it's kind of not really your money. It's just a deposit that you're holding on to. What about ultra short-term debt like a credit card? You know, uh, what amount are you going to have to pay next week or next month to avoid 20% interest on some credit cards, right? Some can be extreme, especially the rewards or the travel cards, uh, credit cards, have big, big, big time interest rates, right? What about any un, um, ultra short-term debt that you have to pay in the next 30 days or else you're in default? And if you're a business owner, you've probably signed a personal guarantee and your house might get foreclosed on, right? So we need to reduce our cash amount by what is our, our debt obligations in the next 30 or 60 or 90 days to make sure that we don't like lose our house, right? 
Now also, and this is one that a lot of entrepreneurs have never heard of before, is unearned revenue. So revenue, it, revenue that's come in, that I've got in my possession, but I haven't earned it yet. So let's say, for example, I am the website developer. I've been given a $10,000 like a first payment and I'm going to start working on the website tomorrow and it's going to take 30 days. I actually, it's revenue that's come in, it's cash that's come in, it's in my bank account, but I can't actually spend it because it's kind of not mine until I complete that website, right? So that's what's called unearned revenue. So we actually need to take a look at our cash account and then from there, subtract committed costs, payables, including income tax, deposits, uh, short-term debt payments like credit card, uh, paying down loans, and then unearned revenue. And then and only then do you really understand how much cash you've actually got to hold on to. And when I've done this exercise with clients before, I've had clients with a couple hundred thousand dollars in the bank thinking that they could, you know, they were good to go. And as we went through this whole list, we realized they only had like $50,000 of cash, which then relates back to another calculation that we can do is to say, what's your runway, right? How much time do we have before we run out of cash? And so all you got to do is look at your total average monthly expenses and so if a company's, you know, monthly expenses is $25,000 a month, if you've got $50,000 of, of free cash, not just total cash, but free cash, that means you've got two months of runway. And I'll tell you, like, uh, the, most surprising uh, the most surprising instance I had of working with a client, it was a multi-million dollar company. After we did this calculation, we found out that they had eight days of cash, MC, eight days. And they had no wow. idea. They had wow. no idea. They were eight days away from bankruptcy. Every day when they woke up, they were eight days away from being out of business and they had no idea. So we've got a really uh, great tool that um, we share with entrepreneurs that allows them to actually do this really quickly. Um, and it's a cash flow forecast, which I'm happy to share with everyone who's listening um, as a way for people to get clarity on what their cash is looking like in the coming 90 days. Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic, market, and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. And if you're an accredited investor, you can also now participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments for number of solutions at cashflowninja.com forward slash life settlements. Awesome. No, really appreciate it. Um, some quick thoughts on, I know that there's a lot of stuff on social media about the small business association loans mm -hmm. to plug that. What are some thoughts that you have on that? 100%. Yeah. So there's a lot of, a lot of non-revenue ways to generate cash, right? So there's, um, you know, government loans and programs. There's um, lines of credit from your bank. Um, some entrepreneurs are even waiting. And this is, I'm going to tell you, this is dangerous territory. I've been into this territory and I successfully made it through. So just, you know, this is to be handled with kid gloves is 0% APR credit cards, right? Where it's 0% um, cash transfer balance for six months or 12 months. Those are very popular right now. And yes, you can transfer credit from you know, cash from one card to the next to the next. It's, kind of, it's a bit of a Rob Peter to pay Paul type situation, um, but sometimes that gives you enough runway for this pandemic to calm down. So I'm not necessarily advocating that. Again, I'm not a financial planner. I'm not licensed to give you advice that way, but that is another source of cash. 
um, friends and family is a source of cash, selling unused equipment, like property plant equipment that we have, if you've got a second vehicle to sell, um, if you've got unused um, office equipment, um, flipping inventory, right? So if you've got a lot of uh, cash tied up in inventory, you can have a fire sale of sorts uh, to convert that back into cash. So now you can uh, have more runway in your business. And, and this is the thing is building runway is actually more important right now than building profit. Because with sales plummeting, your profit may be plummeting as well. So what we need is runway. Like if we're going to assemble and pivot and get ready and build a different plane, that plane needs enough time to be able to pick up speed so it can actually take flight. You know, you can have the world's best airplane in nimble, agile, fast, you know, smooth, sleek, sexy, all the rest. But if you're going to give it the length of a, of a normal North American driveway to take off from, it's never going to take off. It's going to run, it's going to hit the end of the, the road and get smashed, smashed by traffic, right? So yeah. the name of the game right now is actually time. We think it's sales as entrepreneurs, but it's not. It's time. And it's time because we need to be able to retool our businesses, yes. Um, it's time because we need to buy enough runway that maybe we might be able to qualify for programs with the government, right? It's time because we need the pandemic to be able to run its course, right? And all of these things will happen. We just need to buy time in days and weeks and months, that is the name of the game when we are navigating a cash crunch. And through all of that, ideally, we generate enough runway that we can be prepared for the, the new world order, if you will. Um, and yep. Yet another way is if you want to sell shares in your company, if you're going to take on an investor, right? There's lots of non-revenue ways to be able to generate cash. Yep. Absolutely. This has been very, very, very valuable already. I'm going to go back and listen to this again. I recommend everyone do the same thing because there's so many little things that you'll pick up from listening to this again. I've made scribbled some notes down here. That's what I usually do with with every interview. So I'm going to review these because there's already actionable things that you can do right now in your business with this. If you want some more information on this, there is a training that Tim put, uh, and I are putting together, and Tim will be presenting and hosting this and di uh, diving deeper into a lot of these uh, three steps, and also share a lot of the the tools that uh, that they will make available to all of our listeners and our viewers to do these calculations to get them through this cash crunch and help them build or, or, or get a build runway and get more time. Tell me if you want to share a little bit more information with, uh, of that. Yeah. So first of all, um, the training that MC and I are going to do is going to be on a Wednesday, April the 15th. It's going to be New York time, uh, 4.30 PM Eastern, which is 3.30 PM central in Chicago or 1.30 PM Pacific in Los Angeles. In that training, we're going to be, um, giving you a simple spreadsheet. Now, if you hate spreadsheets, you're in the right place because this is going to be stone simple. It's already built for you. And if you hate math or even were uh, never made it to business school like me, no problem. All we're doing is adding and subtracting. If you can add and subtract, <laughs> we are good to go. Even if you can't add and subtract, uh, the spreadsheet does pretty much all of it for you or you can just use your phone to add and subtract. So if you can do that, then you've got nothing to worry about. You can join us on this training on Wednesday, April 15th, 2020. 
And um, if you'd like to register for that training, um, can you please give them the URL uh, that will take them to the registration page? Absolutely. Cashflowninja.com forward slash cash crunch. Cashflowninja.com forward slash cash crunch. You'll be able to register for the training on there and access at a time like this. I can't think of more valuable information for business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, outside of the training, Tim, where can folks follow you? Because I would highly recommend you follow in times like this. There's a handful of people that I look to that puts out really, really great actionable content daily. Where can folks follow you and, and get in touch with you? You bet. Yeah. So folks can follow me on Instagram and my handle is real Tim Francis. Uh, Francis is C I S at the end at real Tim Francis. That's my handle. Um, and you'll see that I share a lot of really serious topics, but I also also share some fun things as well. And you'll see that I actually yeah. do live all three parts of this Navigate the Cash Crunch training, including working out in the morning. So every morning I'm working at 8.30 a.m. I'm on Facebook. If you add me, it's uh, facebook.com forward slash modern business owner is my, uh, my ID. I actually work out every single morning, 8.30 in the morning with anybody who wants to come. We, it's me and another business owner's name's Tan. We hang out because it's so important to have community and to have routine and to have fitness and wellness in our lives. So come participate in that. Um, and then from there, I think, I think people just going to the link you just shared, MC, um, I think that that's crucial because not only will people be able to register for the training, they'll also be able to download um, this spreadsheet that we're talking about. It's already pre-built. All you got to just punch a few numbers in and you'll literally see clearly where you need to go in the next 90 days. And if you happen to be listening to this after April 15th, after the training is already done, still go to that URL and we'll have the replay there. That will be very, very easy for you to quickly see and watch and enjoy. And I'm telling you, the sooner, like uh, right now, a lot of entrepreneurs and, and justifiably so are like splashing around in the water, like trying to keep their head above water. And what this training is going to give you is a ledge on the pool. It's like a ledge of the pool that you can hold on to. It doesn't mean you're out of the water, okay? It doesn't mean that there aren't still threats in the water. Um, it doesn't mean there isn't still some discomfort or some tough conversations you might have to have. However, it allows you to save a little bit of energy when you can hold on to the edge of the pool instead of flopping all over the place. And with that extra energy, you can actually survey the surface of the water and see what's coming your way. You can look down into the water and see what are you dealing with. And it allows you to have some control, which is one of the most important parts of being calm is, is to be clear, is to have a sense of control. And once we've got some calm, some clarity and some control, we now have the headspace to be creative. And once we're creative, we can problem solve. We're out of the amygdala. We're back into the frontal lobe, which is the executive functioning of our brain. And we can now navigate this cash crunch effectively. So I think that is the most important place people need to go is, uh, is to the URL you just mentioned because that is going to be the hub of some life-changing tools that we can offer to entrepreneurs. And then if people want to follow me personally, they can follow me on Facebook and on Instagram. Absolutely. And I get a lot of emails, by the way, and, and folks reaching out saying, MC, what podcasts do you listen to? What guys do you follow? What books do you read? All that stuff. Here's a guy that I'm following and following daily with the valuable content that he puts out. So I would highly recommend this cashflowninja.com forward slash cash crunch. Tim, 
as always, my friend, a pleasure uh, to to speak with you and always enjoy uh, our, our the time that we spend together and the conversations that we have. Appreciate you again, just throwing so much value into such a, sh- a short space of time in this podcast episode. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to chatting soon. Um, and thank you for the opportunity to be a part of the Cashflow Ninja podcast again. And to everybody out there, this too shall pass. Let's just pick up the right tools and skills and mindsets. Let's help one another and we will make it through together. Thanks so much for your leadership MC and helping be a bright light for all entrepreneurs in a time of darkness and we'll make it through together. Awesome. presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.